All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, uh, welcome to J House Radio, episode 62. Uh, I am your friendly neighborhood um, black man, <laughs> KJ, along with my amazing cohort, uh, Los, up in the house. How's what's it going, up, Los? What's up, people? What's up? How you doing? Uh, not doing bad. I really can't say um, anything bad. Awesome. Awesome. Um... Yeah, same here, man. You know, um, I have one more. I think this is going to be my last podcast before they start renovation on my apartment. So renovation in your apartment. What are they doing? Uh, they're going to be fixing. Uh, I'm, I'm getting a whole new kitchen. Uh, they're putting Ooh, up new good. windows. Yes. Really good. I'm getting a new fridge because my fridge sounds like a robot uh, trying to run away from his death every couple <laughs> 20 minutes. I just hear like in, in my AJ, kitchen is... no more ice cream please no exactly <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's exactly what it sounds like um so yeah i'm getting a new fridge i'm getting new uh like they're doing redoing the whole kitchen i'm getting new windows in every room so that's going to be interesting okay. um they're redoing the entire bathroom and yeah it's gonna be fun so my place is going to be a mess for like two weeks so yes, but you're going to like the outcome. So it's worth it. Exactly. So hopefully by the time we do the next podcast, I should be good to go. If not, I'm going to have to do it from my laptop. So that's going to be fun. Or if not, you're going to go see like construction equipment all around you. Exactly. Like here we go live from KJ's construction apartments. Do not mind. See dust. This two by four? See this two by four hit me in the head 17 <laughs> times today. <laughs> Don't mind the guys walking around in the background with the two by fours. Don't mind them. They're just here for the content. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much, uh, what's been going on. Um, appreciate everybody who's been watching us, um, checking us out. We are live on the Twitch side of things. Uh, we have our Twitch subs reactivated. So if you guys want to support the podcast through subbing to the channel, please do so. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to, uh, hit that like button, subscribe, follow us, um, and check out our Patreon. If you guys want to support the podcast that way to get your special benefits, and leave a review on the audio podcast side of things too. That helps us out in the algorithm. Yes, it um, does. Yes, it does. So um, let's jump into what we've been playing, watching, or listening to. If you have anything in that area, Los, I'm going to let you go first because you seem pretty excited about what you're playing this week. Yes, I'm playing Jedi Fallen Order. I had finished Ghost of, uh, Ghost of Shishima, Shishima. I don't know how to Susumu? pronounce it. Susumu? Ghost of Shishima, yeah. yeah. Susumi. Uh, <laughs> I, I finished playing that game. Finally, um, and what kind of annoyed me is I was literally just up to like the last battle, okay, and I had stopped there for like months, and then I picked it up again. I was like, oh, I'm at the last battle already. Did how, it? How many? How many hours did, did, did that take you? Uh, um, I play a game for a really long time because I'm one of those people who just randomly explores the map. Oh yeah, same here. <laughs> so, um, can't do that in Valhalla. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, like, I just got sick of the game. Like, I might pick it up again in, like, three years. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when the PS6 is out. <laughs> yeah, maybe the PS7. You, you never know. <laughs> um, I just, I, I didn't like the game. I think the whole Viking setting just didn't sit well with me. And yeah. I really think that Ghost of Tsushima should have been Assassin's Creed Japan. It would have been perfect. Um, Finish yes. that, and I'm playing Jedi Fallen Order, which I've had for a while. And mm -hmm. I started playing it, and I'm kind of on the border if I should keep playing it or not. Oh, why? 
Are you serious? What's yeah, on, I mean, there are, there are a lot of parts of it that are really good and really great, and it's challenging and figuring things out. And then just other parts that are just like, you need to be a Jedi and use the Force to get past this one stupid little part that takes five seconds. And that oh, is man. the annoying part. Bro, this, and mind you, I am, I just started this game. I think I'm on the, well, my, technically my third planet. Uh, and you have to slide down this ice thing, jump, grab a rope, and then run on a wall to reach a ledge. Doesn't sound difficult at all, does it? Sounds fun, actually. Yeah, no, no. I, I literally saw that respawn screen at least 20 times. And it is the most, I mean, you have to get your timing perfect. If yeah. you're off by a fine angel cunt hair, you die. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I and I know exactly what part you're talking about because I died a lot on that part too. Um, I mean, but you're still early, right? You're only like, well, like a few hours in, right? I'm guessing. Maybe four hours, five hours, I guess. I yeah. Because I, I don't, I don't play for a solid amount of time i just go i'm like oh i got half an hour oh i got 20 minutes oh i got yeah. 15 minutes and i'll play that and then i'll just go back and forth i mean the game visually is beautiful it um, is a beautiful game very beautiful game the the combat is relatively pretty straightforward it's weird that he only uses a lightsaber he doesn't use any blasters so he's like 100 in that jedi state of mind yeah i was actually a little i mean i'm i'm still kind of early too i was a little I thought that was weird. I was like, "How can we don't use guns?" Because I, I I like the like the gunplay. You know, I thought that would have been interesting. Yeah, but but I kind of think it also forces you to be better at combat and to really think before you attack. So in that sense, it's really good. Yeah. Um. The this what I hate about it, but I, what I was told is Uncharted does this too. I think it's Uncharted, mm-hmm. where when you sit down and meditate or rest. Everything you just killed respawns. And it's like, son of a bitch. Um, I'm not sure. I, I don't think I, I, I haven't played Uncharted in so freaking long. But I, yeah, I think if you I think if you die, you respawn. Everything just kind of just comes back to life again. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's really frustrating. <laughs> yeah. You know, Um, and then when you come back, when you respawn, you respawn at the last place you meditated. So that yeah. to me feels a little old school. Um, and it's even more frustrating when you're like, you know, it took me 10 minutes to get to that point before I died. And now you got to replay that, that last 10 minutes again and again. And yeah. Again. And I'm like, uh. That was actually one of my, uh, downfalls about the game too, is that, yeah, there were so many times where I would die in a part and like, you get so far into that level that if you die, the checkpoint is so far back. And like, why is the checkpoint so far away? And like. I think that's one of the reasons why, like, there would be periods where I will play the game for, like, a few days, and then once I get to the point where I just keep dying and starting over, like, 20 minutes ago, I would just put it down. I'm like, all right, now nah, I'm frustrated. I'm just, I'm just going to play it later. You know, so yeah. that that is one of my gripes about the game is that the checkpoint is just way too far. It's, it's a little ridiculous sometimes. Yeah. And isn't the actor who played in Jedi Fallen Order, wasn't, didn't he also play the Joker in um, Gotham? Yes, or he did. Or look similar? No, yeah, he played he played the Joker in Gotham. That's why when I saw him play that role, I was like, "Wow, that's a interesting role for him to play—a video game character and in Star Wars." <laughs> yeah, I just hate the fact that he has short hair. What in as a as a as a Joker? 
No, no, no. As uh, as the Jedi. Really? That, because that yeah, because if you think about it, he works in a scrapyard. You know, like he he doesn't really have access to a lot, but you know, someone still has time to line him up. You know, like that that just, <laughs> that that kind of bothers me a bit. You know, I think that bothers but, me. Uh, a, yeah, that bothers me a lot about some movies and games that somebody's in this rugged world, but their shape up looks way better than mine. Exactly. <laughs> Always, you know. Uh, it's Hollywood, dude. What can we do, right? It's but, Hollywood. But overall, it's a good game. It's just very frustrating to me. Yeah, I feel you, you know. And I'm playing at I'm playing at the mid um, level of of uh, difficulty, and okay. it's frustrating me so much that I think for the part that I can't pass, I might literally just go to like you know, like the lowest level just to get past. Oh yeah, I feel. You. Hey, it, listen, it, man. We don't, we don't, we don't difficulty shame over here, okay? If you gotta play on the easiest difficulty, man, do what you gotta do, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Are you watching or listening to anything, or is that pretty much it for you for this uh, week? BWLs. Watching, I am. Um, obviously, Star Trek. I literally only watch two TV shows at a time. <laughs> we don't have a lot of time. Yeah. So I'm watching Strange New Worlds. Today's episode was awesome. It was super funny. And I'm going to be watching the Orville once uh, Kira and I are going to watch the Orville. As soon as we're done with the podcast, I'm running downstairs. We're watching the Orville. I've waited like three years for three years or two years for season three. And I need to see it. I saw the trailer. Um, I, I, I guess it's on season three right now, right? Orville, I think. Yes, season three. Uh, I saw uh, the trailer and I'm like, ah, uh, that looks slightly interesting. <laughs> like, because well, I knew it was out, but I just never watched it. Here's the thing, Seth MacFarlane, you know the creator of Family Guy and an American Dad. Yeah, he is a huge Star Trek fan. Like he he made Star Trek fans as a little kid, mm-hmm. Star Trek film, a uh, fan films as a little kid. And at one point, he had approached Paramount by him taking over the 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 Star Trek franchise. They denied him, and he said, you know, pretty much what Bender said. Well, I'll make my own, you know, with hookers and whiskey mm-hmm. and blah blah. <laughs> so he made his own. And it's actually better than Star Trek Discovery. It's better than Star Trek Picard. Uh, and it's on par with Strange New Worlds. Um, so I'm excited to see what he does. Seasons one and two aired on Fox. So they very much have that strict television 45-minute format. Mm. But uh, season three of The Orville is done on Hulu, so he has no time limit. The, the, first, the first episode of season three is 70 minutes long. Jeez. And he ha- I think it's, yeah, episodes, I think it's five and six or four and five are 97 minutes long each episode. So wow. essentially you have 10 movies of the Orville. I've noticed that a lot of, uh, I've noticed that some TV shows are starting to do that more. And like their, their episodes are becoming longer, kind of like, uh, and I'll talk about this in a minute too, uh, Stranger Things. One of their episodes is an hour and a half. Yeah, it's it's like these TV shows are getting big and the budgets are getting bigger. And I don't know, man, like TV shows are starting to get bulky. They really are. I don't think that they're gotten bulky is they finally have the the writers finally have the room to breathe and go, oh, you know, this scene got cut for time. That scene got cut for time. This storyline got cut for time. And now that isn't that isn't a factor. So now I think they're just enjoying the fact that they can do what they like. And That's a good I'm, point. Enjoying, I'm enjoying that idea. I'm, I'm really seeing, you know, where the writers are, are pushing the ideas and where things go. I'm in, I'm liking it. 
That's a good it's point. A yeah. Creative freedom that that they're given. That's good. I mean, because uh, I mean, yeah, because typically back in the day, the typical time for a TV show was twenty minutes. Like that's it, and that's not uh, include. I mean, that's including commercials. Typically, no, no. Uh, it is. Um, each commercial break is nine minutes. So you have forty three minutes for a one hour TV show because of commercials, and you have nineteen to twenty two minutes on a half an hour TV show. So. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For like the half hour shows. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but now you know commercials aren't really that big of a thing. Pay two, three extra dollars a month, and you don't got to deal with commercials. Exactly. True. Indeed. All right. So my PWLs this week. Um, playing wise, I'm not really playing too much right now to be honest i've just been so busy with trying to get my place ready i really haven't had too much time to play anything if anything i'm playing just like random things here and there i downloaded roller champions which is like a skater uh basketball game for ps4 uh basically so i just downloaded it haven't played it yet i'm gonna try it out later and see what it's like uh i am watching obi-wan um i want us to review that when the series is over i'm waiting for one yeah. more episode, and then I'm gonna binge, uh, like five episodes at once, and then I can wait for the rest. Oh, we haven't watched it yet. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure actually. Um, if there's only six, I'll wait for it and I'll just binge all of it. It might be seven because it started off with two, so I'm pretty sure it's probably gonna be like seven, possibly eight, because they 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 give you the first two episodes already. So, um, well, well, the first the first day they gave you the first two episodes. So now we're in episode three right now. So. I'm caught up. I'm not going to talk too much about it. I don't want to spoil it for you or anybody in chat who hasn't seen it yet. But uh, so far, spoilers. it's it's interesting. It's interesting. It's 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 pretty good. But I know it's it's things that happen in that show that I I can't I can't spoil it. I, I just don't want to do it. I just don't I don't feel right doing that. So I'm not going to spoil it. Um, I like it so far though. It's pretty good. Um, I will say there are things and characters that popped up in that show that I really was not expecting. Um, but it's pretty good though. I'll I'll definitely say that much. Um, what am I listening to? Um, I'm actually listening to, uh, the Stranger Things season four soundtrack, which is pretty much a bunch of music from like the '80s, and like what's on it? Ah, uh, jeez, uh, let me pull that up real quick for you guys, chat. Um, if you've been listening to it, you should know at least one or two of the songs. Uh, yeah. All right. So, um. Who who sings that song from the opening of the wedding singer? You spin me right round me. Dead or alive. Dead or alive. That song's on there. Um. So they're around 1985. Yeah, it's around like nine. It's like early, early, early 80s, early to mid 80s, basically. Okay. So, um, so then you're talking. You spin me round. You're talking like girls just want to have fun. That's on um, there. That is on there. Yeah. 85. Um. So you might get some Michael Jackson in there if they probably had the the got the licensing for it. Uh, they didn't get Huey any Lewis Michael. No Michael Huey Lewis in the news. Like it's hip to be square, and I need a new drug and things like that. Um, I'm 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 just gonna try to see if I can pull up the actual album list right now, so I can just read everything off to you if I can find it. Um, yeah, I'm listening to that soundtrack. I I I love the show. That's actually on my recommendation for this week um it's 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 really good so i've just been in this like 80s mood of like like just songs because just watching that show really put me there so uh i'm I'm listening to a lot of 80s stuff right now basically so 
Um, so to, not that the 80s were a bad decade for music because a lot of the influence from the 80s really pushed a lot of stuff in the 90s, but I think 80s is the greatest era of hip-hop. Um, oh, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Hands down. Because you have a variety of hip-hop. It isn't all just the same thing, you know? Like now, I think it's all the same thing. Um, but I think 90s had much better music. Uh, some of the songs from Stranger Things 4, we got California Dreamin', Cycle Killer, Runner Up, Running Up That Hill. Love that song. I didn't even know who, I liked that who, song. Who did that? Kate Bush. Okay, Kate Bush. Um, the what else do we got up here? Uh, I was a teenage werewolf, past the duchy, wipeout, object of yeah, my desire. Yeah, uh, Tarzan it's, boy. And here's the funny thing: people think that song is about smoking weed. It's not. It's about a cookie. Really? Jamaica called a duchy. Yeah. All this time, it, I thought it was about smoking weed. <laughs> listen to the lyrics; they're talking about being hungry. Yeah, but I figured they were talking about being hungry because they were smoking. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's actually not a cookie. Wow, that is a very interesting fact right there. Uh, okay, uh, past the duchy. What, what, what's after that? Um, past the duchy. Wipeouts. Objective of okay. my desire. Rock my Amadeus. No, sorry. Rock me. Rock me Amadeus. Ooh, 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 rock me Amadeus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, traveling man. Tarzan okay. boy, dream a little okay. dream of me. Okay. And uh, that's all I got. That's all that's up here. Eh, it's not bad. A some lot, of, a lot of classics. Some, some weird ones. Yeah. Yeah. So surprisingly, there was no Michael Jackson up there, which I was really surprised because Michael was the man back in the 80s. So it's probably yeah. licensing problems. Probably. Probably. All right, Los, let's jump into our uh, random facts i'm gonna let you go first buddy okay hold on one second um okay the the best way to help a woman have an orgasm is for her to leave her socks on what yes i i, I, I can't wait to hear this can't wait okay to hear i'm gonna read the fact to you forget okay. lingerie if you want to increase your chances of having an orgasm keep your socks on during sex says research done by the University of, uh, uh, it looks like Groningen. Uh, no one is sure exactly why this works, but the theory is that in order to orgasm, you need to be totally relaxed and anxiety-free. And cold feet can interfere with the ability to get into sex, especially for women, says Fran Walfish, PhD, psychotherapist and author. Okay. <laughs> I, I wouldn't think that. Keeping your socks on would really affect that. But hey man, just tell her go, yo, I got this fantasy. We're knee high socks. That's it. She's got listen, the socks on. It works. For it's a shortcut. For any men who are in chat, like just keep that in mind, man. You uh let your woman know. Keep the socks on. All right. So my random fact, um, which is actually really interesting. I didn't know about this, if I can find it. My random fact is about Ted Bundy. Um this is from facts.net and i quote uh after he got convicted bundy helped the police catch uh gary ridgeway also known as the green river killer the police located ridgeway after bundy's analysis of, of the killer's motivation and psychology buddy bundy advised investigators to wait for the killer to return to a fresh grave as he will most likely visit the police again um more interestingly 
inspired the 1991 thriller movie The Silence of the Lambs. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. That was really interesting when I saw that. I, I love Silence of the Lambs, by the way. I thought that was a original story. But yeah, uh, Silence of the Lambs was um, based on something that happened with Ted Bunny helping the FBI, which is pretty interesting. That is interesting. Did not know that. Um, all right, so let's jump into um, PlayStation State of Play that happened today um, at the time of this recording. Um, PlayStation dropped a bunch of trailers for some upcoming games uh, that are coming out. It was pretty heavy on some VR stuff, PlayStation VR. Are you into VR, Los? Have you ever tried virtual reality I've stuff? actually never tried it. I've been dying to try it. I've never tried it. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. My, uh, I had PSVR, well, the first PSVR headset. Um, I played Resident Evil 7 in it, and it scared the crap out of me. Literally scared the crap out of me. I, I purposely stopped playing that game in VR because I couldn't handle it, so I just played it regularly. But it, it's scared. Nah, me. man, you, you got to go take a shit beforehand, and then you play it in <laughs> VR, you'll be all right. <laughs> oh, all man. Right. Um, but yeah, they, they showcase a lot of PSVR games. Like we had Resident Evil uh, 4 Remake, uh, which is coming, which is going to be supporting PSVR 2. Resident Evil 8, which is already out, it's going to have VR content. Um, Horizon Call of the Mountain, PSVR. Um, so I'm guessing we don't know when we're going to get the PSVR. It's probably going to drop, I'm guessing, next year because it's, it's too hard for people to get PS5s right now. So you need a PS5 to get a PSVR. So I can imagine that it's probably not going to drop till next year, more than likely. Yeah, I agree. Uh, would you would you buy one? Like if you get like if you get your hands on a PS5, would you buy one? Um, I would. It really depends on the games for it. You know, like it, if we're talking horror games, I have no interest in horror games, so I wouldn't get it. Okay. But it had. Um, that's probably one of the the ways I would play a first person shooter is with a VR headset. I think that's the perfect way. Yeah, for sure. That is a perfect way to play a first-person shooter. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll see when that drops. We don't really have any uh any date on that yet. Um, they did show, and I'm gonna pull up a trailer for you, Los, because this is this is our game here. Uh, they did show a trailer for Street Fighter Six. Oh, uh, I love Street Fighter. Yes, love Street Fighter. Um. I'm gonna try to pull the trailer up real quick so we can check this out. I don't, I don't know if you saw it yet. Did you see the trailer for Street Fighter Six yet, Los? No, I haven't seen it yet. Street Fighter Six. Um, it looks like the release date for Street Fighter Six is going to be in 2023. We don't have an exact date, but we know it's gonna be next year. And lucky for you, Los, it's still gonna be on the PS4. It'll be on the Hell PS4 yeah. and PS5. So, um. Uh, BK and Chat said the scariest game in VR, in my opinion, is Outlast. Outlast is pretty creepy. I didn't know it was in VR though. I had no idea that it was in VR. Um, but yeah, it looks uh, Street Fighter looks pretty much like the same. Uh, I think they're adding some new aspects to it. Like it's going to be like a hub where you can like kind of walk around. Um, I'm guessing you're going to be able to customize just like you've already you know done before in previous games. It looks like it might be more customization. So yeah, Street Fighter looks good. Um, yeah, Ryu with facial hair looks very intimidating. He looks does. Very intimidating. He really does. He looks like he's gonna kick your ass for sure. Um, Gives you kind of that John Wick feel. Yeah, true, true. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that looks. Um, we gotta we gotta look at Stray, which is the uh, the indie title that's gonna be coming to PS5 that everybody's been waiting for, uh, which the is gonna be. 
yeah the uh the uh, cat adventure game uh which is going to be on playstation plus their new playstation plus service that they're doing is going to be already on that service so if you have playstation plus you don't have to worry about buying it uh spider-man remastered is coming to pc playstation is diving more into putting more of their main titles on pc which is going to be good for the pc audience now um, is this the marvel's spider-man amazing spider-man yeah, the uh, the uh, the one we got before Miles Morales, basically. So the one in the same universe, mm-hmm. Miles Morales. Yeah, oh, yeah, that. Yeah, that's great. That's a great game. Yeah, that 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 game's finally coming to PC. I know a lot of people are going to be super excited about that for sure. Um, I still haven't played Miles Morales, dude. Still haven't played what? it. I I I know. I still haven't played it yet, dude. <laughs> dude, it is a short short game. Yeah, like you'll burn through like if if you have a weekend of doing nothing, you'll burn through it in a weekend. Yeah, like if you only play an hour a day in under two weeks, you're done. It's a short, short game. Oh, wow. It's so short. It is so short that once you're once you beat the game, you're like, oh, I thought there was more. <laughs> I've actually heard people say that, that, that literally that same exact thing, like, oh, well, I I thought there was going to be more to the game and it was over and i was like oh okay i, I guess i'm done now <laughs> it's good though it's good it's a good game it's worth it's worth the play but i just kind of feel like it, it feels like it was almost a filler game so they do uh spider-man 2 oh yeah i which i cannot wait that that's supposed to be coming out next year which i completely forgot was coming out next year so i can't wait for that that's going to be awesome yeah. um so yeah, we just got a bunch of looks at uh like like a bunch of different trailers, you know, um from say to play. I think the main thing I'm looking forward to coming out of this is Street Fighter Six. Like that's our game. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh Resident Evil 4 remake. Resident Evil 4 is one of my favorite games. So that game getting a remake is awesome, especially in VR. Um and I'm just I'm really excited about PSVR too. I, I just want to see what this thing is gonna be, how much it's gonna cost, when is it dropping. I I am I am all in on VR all in so I'm, I'm ready for it i think that stray game would be good in vr that, that actually might actually be pretty cool in vr yeah that might, that might actually um, be pretty cool i will say this i think when street fighter 6 comes out once we get a copy we should definitely stream some gameplay on that oh yeah for sure like day one yeah for sure absolutely. Once that drops because i saw that i was like oh yes we got some gameplay let's go so i, I could imagine it's probably Hopefully going to be pretty soon because they, they gave us an extensive look at it. Yeah. So, all right. So, uh, the next topic we're going to jump into and we'll, you know, touch base on it really quick because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, Johnny Depp, uh, he got the W today, Los. Well, not today, but recently oh. he got the W. And guess what? It happened on National Narcissist uh, Awareness Day or Narcissist. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like National uh, Narcissist Narcissistic. something day. Yeah, yeah. So it's about people who suffer from narcissism, like not like they suck, like they have it. People who yeah. have had a narcissist person in their, you know, in a relationship with, and they've suffered because of it, which I think is just kind of funny. That's that's kind of ironic. That that that's very ironic. <laughs> The funny thing for me about the verdict was Johnny Depp wasn't even there. I didn't even watch the last day of the trial. He wasn't there. He wasn't there. He was in England. 
Oh, that's why I was like, how did he get? Because he was doing a concert over there, right? I think. Yes. Yes. Yeah. With his band. Um. And uh, what I like is Amber Heard's just sitting there, like, <sighs> like all pissed. <laughs> She's trying not to show it. Wow. You know. And then when the 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 whole verdict was when after the verdict was done being read and everything else. Yeah. Uh, Amber Heard's lawyers was like, um, can can all of them vote on this and see if it's actually what they said and they're all like yes 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 they're like okay it's done so amber just hugged the one female lawyer and the rest of them were just kind of like shuffling papers like i look busy i want to get out of here and they (laughs) i look busy i want to get out of here (laughs) yeah um the guy i forget his name uh one of um amber heard's lawyers the guy who was like the most um aggressive yeah. He was standing behind and you know, he was standing in the rear table and he was just like and you see him like taking the same papers in and out of the folder just to kind of look busy. To it's get like, yeah, um, let me just not just let me just do this so I can hurry up and get out. Of it. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> um, I just kind of think that these guys got into um, Amber lied to them and they kind of got stuck with the case. Yeah. And were like, yeah, we got to go through with this. Jeez. You know? So. You know, I, it's good, and it's I'm I'm glad that happened, and I'm also glad it happened, so the Me Too movement can understand that Me Too can also be for men. You know, uh, Me yeah, that's I have suffered this. You know, unfortunately, it is always anyone can make an accusation, and ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time they'll, they'll they'll believe the woman and not believe the man. Okay. Um, yeah. and I just kind of think that this kind of woke people up to, yes, this can also happen to a man. He can also be me too. You know, I agree. And, and the thing is, I think Amber Heard kind of like what she did, I think will affect the me too movement and if, or not kill it. Cause there are so many women that are apologizing currently on YouTube, on Twitter, and this, that, and the other thing. They're like, when it first came out, I only believed her, and this, that, and the other thing. And they're apologizing. They're like, oh, Amber lied, and this, that, and the other thing, and blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah. You know, you got to look at both sides. Yeah. But I will tell you this much. From a media standpoint, she put up a really good lie. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I mean, that's, that's one thing I was uh, uh, talking about when I found out that uh, he won. I was like, man, this... This is a good win for men who go through situations like this with women and just automatically just get the backhand because they're a man. You know, yeah. granted, I know I know some women go through stuff and they get the backhand because they're just a woman. Um, I get that part, but this is big, man, because stuff like this happens all the time. And sometimes the court system would just look at a guy and just throw him in the book and it's like, well, she said this. I'm pretty sure it probably did happen because you're a man, she's a woman, and we're just going to lean towards her side just because of that statistic, you know, of how it is. So I'm just glad, like, at the end of the day, it's not just like, oh, well, let's just, you know, not believe women out there, you know, let's just go for the man. I'm just glad that overall, because of the kind of case that it was, usually it's favorite for women. I'm glad that it was uh, a fair trial. You know what I mean? They gave both sides a party. I mean, they gave both sides a chance to, you know, give this side of the story and they, they gave them an equal opportunity in the case. So that's what I'm, I'm excited about. And so. I think it a lot, a lot of the case has to do with the, judge, the way the judge treated the case. I think she was 
very fair, very impartial, very clear on her instructions. Um, you know, sometimes would overrule an objection. Yeah. Because she felt like uh, you objected too soon. Let's see what they have. You know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I really do think it was they picked a good judge. I think it was done very well. Um, both sides put up a big fight. I will say that. But it's as the case went through, like you saw Amber Heard's lawyers kind of like, uh, let me try to raise a spectacle to try to win this case. But the weird thing I found out was Johnny Depp was awarded 15 million. And Amber Heard was awarded 2 million. So really Johnny's only going to get 13 million because he's going to say, well, you know, take the 2 million I owe you out of the 15 that you owe me. <laughs> true, true. I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, I, I think this is gonna uh, mess with her career, man. To be honest, oh, her career's done. She's done. Who wants yeah. to work with her? <laughs> at least for now. Like, I, I don't. I, I think in the long term, maybe she'll be able to do some stuff. People will forget about this eventually. No, look at PB Herman. Okay, perfect example is PB Herman. He got caught jerking off in a porno theater. And it pretty much ended his career for over, like, I think it was for 15, 16 years. And then he started getting small bit roles as his real self, Paul Rubens. And then eventually nostalgia kicked in and he was able to do Pee Wee again. But I think there are just certain cases that people will not forget. Because so many people went into this believing Amber Heard. And as the court case went through, they were like, oh, I'm on the wrong side and switched over to Team Johnny. Yeah. Yeah, true. Team Johnny all the way, man, for sure. Yeah. Too bad he's not going to do any more uh, Captain Jack Sparrow roles. I think he said he was done. So he said Sucks. he'll never work for Disney again, and I don't blame him. Yeah, that sucks. I love him as as a uh, as a uh, Jack Sparrow. So, um, you know what? it's also it's also kind of a thing where the series kind of ended where it should end. You know what I'm trying to say, like. There's only so much of that same type of story you can push because if you look at it historically, you know, piracy was only really big in the Caribbean for like 20, 30 years in that pirates, Blackbeard, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. type of thing. And there's only so much you can kind of do there. Yeah. Before it's no longer like the glory days of, of piracy. What are they going to do? Like, Oh, I, I stole a, a battleship and now this is my pirate, you know? <laughs> so yes. I think it got off at a good point. Yeah. But they're also gonna do two spin-offs of it. So I think it I think it, I think a spin-off will be good. As far as the main story, yeah, I think the main story is done. It it would have been nice to see like a separate Jack Jack Sparrow story. But if they're uh, as far as the main story, yeah, I think it was done like after like what part three? What the is it like five now? The only way they can continue it would be if the next one, you know, with keeping Jack's name alive, the Jack Sparrow name. Yeah. Would be it starts out with them burying Jack Sparrow and it's Jack Sparrow Jr. <laughs> I can see that actually. That's kind of sad, but I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> um all right, the next thing I want to jump into uh real quick is um Mission Impossible seven. Tom Cruise is back. Uh, did you see the trailer for yes. Mission Impossible Seven? Yes, it looks it looks freaking amazing. I I can I, that's literally all I can say about it. It looks amazing. Um, I think and at you know, first, right? What's up? 
You know who's in it too, right? Who's in it? The actress who plays Peggy Carter. Did I did I not see that in the trailer? Was that in the trailer? Yeah, it was in the trailer. That's like how I, I know. I'm about, I'm about to pull it up for you, chat, pull real up, quick. Pull it up. You're gonna see her. She's there. Because that's Unless interesting. Eyes are lying to me. She's there. I think your eyes are lying to you, Los. They're lying. You don't know what you're talking about. So yeah, Mission Impossible Seven is coming out. Um, I, like the first few Mission Impossibles, I was uh, I thought they were pretty good movies. I don't think I became a big Mission Impossible guy until like maybe the last two movies, and then I really started liking the series. I don't know why. It was I, I guess maybe the, the the stories that they they were telling were just really captivating me a little more than the earlier stories. Um, but yeah, this well, this one looks good, man. Here's a question for you: Did you watch the original Mission Impossibles, the ones from the '60s? No. I didn't. No, I no, I didn't. I didn't even know that that was even the thing. Yeah, holy Mission, crap! The Mission Impossible movies are movies from the original 1960s TV show. I I didn't even know there was a 1960s Mission Impossible. <laughs> Dude, how could you not know? I it just didn't. Like, I just didn't know. I thought it was just. I, I don't know. <laughs> I I just that, didn't know. It ran in reruns for so long. It like I think it beat Star Trek with the amount of stations and times it it was. It was played. Wow. Yeah, Dude, I, if, I, I did not know that. Yo, you can a... even catch it on streaming. If you watch the original Mission Impossible, um, and the thing about Mission Impossible was too, is they were one of the first shows in the 60s that had a, had a black man as a regular cast member, okay? And I believe he did all their tech stuff. So mm -hmm. you have a black man, not only is the main cast member, he's smart. You know, he's not subservient to anybody. He's part of the team. He's treated as an equal uh, and things like that. And Mission Impossible did that, you know. Leonard Nimoy at one point, the guy who plays Spock, was on that show. Mm -hmm. um, did you see uh, um, that Johnny Depp movie where um, – oh, what was the name of the director? I'm not sure. Ed Wood? Ed Wood. You ever see Ed Wood? No. I don't think I have, no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who plays Bella Lugosi in Ed Wood, he was also Mission Impossible. Um, the whole idea of, you know, good evening, Mr. Phelps. This is the mission if you choose to accept it. All came from that TV show. Wow. I didn't know that. Oh, I do see Peggy Carter. She was in the car with him. Okay. Told you. I didn't I didn't catch it because everything was just going so fast that I, I, I didn't catch it. But then again, she's also she's also in a, a close up scene. I just didn't pay attention to it. I guess <laughs> there's a shot of her face right there. Yeah, I just I, I wasn't I, I was so enamored by like the just the, everything that was happening. I just didn't catch it. I only, like only saw the trailer once too. So I think if I would have watched it a few more times before this, I would have realized probably. Um, what are what are the odds? Do do you think? And now now our background is green, guys. Don't worry about the background right now technical difficulties it's probably going to change colors like every five seconds but you know what that makes the show interesting um do you do you think uh um tom cruise did that like on on the last shot of, of the trailer do you think tom cruise did that stunt himself where he like jumped off the mountain with the bike i don't think so i think uh he would not be allowed to do it for insurance reasons and that's oh. the only reason why i think he didn't do it okay uh, he was going to play Tony, uh, he was going to play Iron Man in the Illuminati scene. Yeah. Originally, but he could not break away from Mission Impossible to do that scene. 
I'd love I would love to have seen Tom Cruise as Iron Man. That oh, I dude, I think the arena would have I mean the arena. I think the movie theater would have exploded if, yes. if if people saw that. <laughs> I mean I mean think about it. They they exploded when they saw Professor X. Yeah, I dude, that blew my mind. I I was so excited about that. I was so excited about seeing Professor X. I've been wanting some X-Men content for the longest, and that's the closest we got since Logan. So that was that was freaking good for me. But um my favorite part was the fact that he used the cartoon music. Yeah. <laughs> and the yellow chair too. I like yep. that. Um so yeah, Mission Impossible 7, man, looks good. I mean, I I like the last one. Uh 6 was probably my Favorite Mission Impossible next to the first one. Uh, this one looks crazy. Which one? Ghost Protocol. Favorite Ghost Protocol. Uh, I was okay with that one. one. I was okay with that one. I wasn't. I wasn't really too crazy about that one. Um, the last one with uh, Henry Cavill was good, but I just kind of felt like it went on a little too long. You know. I think so, really? Just, yeah. Just if you would have just chopped out five or ten minutes, I think I would have liked it a lot better. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait. Next year, Mission Impossible Seven, Part One, apparently. So I'm, I'm guessing there's we're obviously going to get a Part Two. You know, so looking forward to it for sure. Um, this next story that we're going to jump into, I'm going to let you take the lead on this one, Los. Um, wait, wait, hold on. Which one is it? Um, censorship in regards to streaming services is getting a little out of hand. It's getting a little crazy. Uh... It is. It is really getting out of hand. I just kind of feel that, okay, the companies are covering their ass. And if they don't cover their ass, there isn't going to be somewhere you could stream from or play a video or what have you. But at the same token, you know, um, the internet was built on everyone is equal. Everyone can speak their mind. Everyone can say what's on their mind. And the censorship kind of, there comes a point where, the censorship is brutal and i think we are starting to come to that point like a good example is there is um a legends of tomorrow okay okay they have a character called isis okay and isis is one of the gods one of the egyptian gods but they weren't allowed to say that word because of al-qaeda really yes (laughs) yes wow okay there was even a TV show about that character in the 70s, you know, mm-hmm. and because of that, you couldn't say that you if you talk about a certain subject, let's say you want to talk about um, uh, domestic violence. If you mention that, oh, my God, you're censored because you said that, you know, yeah. so you've got to use the, the, the other acronym. I think it's called like RV or something, you know, like, you know, relationship violence or or or. Um, intimacy violence or something like that yeah domestic violence yeah no 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 there's like even there's even another level of that where you can't oh wow really you can't even say domestic violence domestic violence you got to say the initials or you got to say another word for it you know and it's just getting to the point where like let people talk you know i'm not talking (laughs) let people talk and and i can understand why they're doing this trying to stop people from spreading hate speech and things like that and I do yeah. understand the reasons behind it, but mm-hmm. there comes a point where you have to let go a little bit. So when someone does actually violate the rules seriously, those are the people you can cut off. You know what I'm trying to say? 
Yeah, uh, I agree. Um, a, a good example: if we spoke about like um, racism in America, okay, mm-hmm. and we use some of the words that they used to kind of tell a story or to quote somebody on something they did, you know, um, we would be banned for that. But we're not talking about hate speech. We're talking about history. You know what I'm trying to say? Like at a certain point, there has to be a little bit of a give. Even if you just throw up a disclaimer, we're talking about history, we're using quotes, things like that. So when people jump in in the middle, it's on the screen. So they know what it is. Uh, I just kind of feel like it's gone a little too far. Speaking of that, there's a scene in Stranger Things, the very first scene, the very first episode, uh, Stranger Things dropped last weekend, which was a few days after the uh, school shooting in Texas. Um, right before, like as Stranger Things came on, they, like like came on, they give a disclaimer and says uh, this beginning scene, uh, because of the shooting in Texas, this beginning scene might be a little hard for people to watch. And it said that because the beginning scene showed a bunch of kids who were dead, basically. So they gave a disclaimer just in case anybody felt uncomfortable because they probably would have said, oh, well, it's too soon. We just had a kid shooting. Why are you showing us dead kids? So that like they did it in a smart way. Like, I feel like maybe a few months down the line, like, could it be a chance that people will try to go up against Netflix and say, well, you need to take Stranger Things down or ban it in certain countries because showing dead kids is just not good so on and so forth i I won't be surprised if netflix gets some kind of backlash later for that well this shooting has brought up a lot of interesting things one china is asking um some world organization to cite america for violence in schools they're bringing up an international case against the states because of violence in schools And I was thinking about what's going on. Mm -hmm. And now we're at the point where these kids are doing school shootings. We're now trained in how the students react to school shootings. Wow. So they're actually, the children are now better trained in what goes on during school shootings than the police department is. I mean, I feel like it kind of has to get to that, like it has to get to that point now. I mean, look at how things are, you know? Yeah, but but now these these students who go off the deep end and do these shootings are now trained just as well as these kids. And they know what the standard operating procedure is and how things work in a school shooting. Yeah. That is scary. That is incredibly scary. Yeah. True indeed. True indeed. I mean... I, I don't know. I guess there's not really any uh, one answer fits all for this kind of situation. It's, I don't know. It's like you go left, Bro, somebody goes right. You go up, somebody goes down. You the know? problem with school shootings is this, is that there's too much money involved behind the scenes. The NRA pays so much money to so many politicians. So... Um, things don't get passed that are reasonable. Um, I hate Donald Trump, but even Donald Trump himself had said during the school shootings when, when he was president, he goes, and I saw this recently, and I was like, holy crap, he actually made sense. He yeah. goes, these AR-15s need to be bumped up in age when you can get it. 
Because you can get an AR-15 before you can get a handgun. You can get an AR-15 before you can get a license in some states. And Jeez. he was making all these. And I'm like, Trump made valid points? Holy crap. You know? <laughs> Trump made valid points? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, you, your image of Trump is always very negative because of so many things he's done. Yeah. You know, and I'm not a Trumper by any which way, shape, form, creed, or what have you. You know, yeah. I thought he was the worst president we ever had. But even an idiot is a genius every once in a while. Yeah. You know, and he made those points and nothing happened. And a lot of this stuff is NRA pushing money towards politicians and it just changes things because the Second Amendment is not about um, people owning rights, it's about allowing the government to form militias to defend the country. And that's why people have the right to own weapons. It's not about, yeah, I'm going to own 500,000 guns. No. Yeah. You know, and these same people who quote, you know, the second amendment can't name the other ones. <laughs> of course. I'm just going to name the one that I like. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, violence. Violence in a country is uh, affecting everything we do, man. Just like we said, it's affecting even our content that we're getting on TV. Uh, you can't say certain things. Uh, they're going back and taking a lot of scenes out of certain movies. Disney took out um, blood from the uh, Falcon in uh, Winter Soldier uh, TV show. There was a scene where somebody was bleeding. They went back and they took blood completely out of the scene. Uh, there was uh, a movie, I think it was Iron Man 2. It might have been Iron Man 2. Um, probably not. But um, no, actually, I think it was a Luke Cage episode where a guy um, calls, calls, calls a white guy some name. I forgot what name it was, but it was like a racially offensive name. And they went in and he took that word out of that scene. You know, so it's, it's getting to the point where it's like now it feels like if you're telling stories about a character and you want that character to feel natural, you have to be willing to understand that, that, that this is art, this is film and characters are going to act as if they would act in real life. And yeah. that's just what it is. But if you're taking that away, then like you're, you're, you're taking away somebody's creativity. You're not allowed to be that character. If somebody is a brutal killer in jail, of course, they're going to talk with disrespect. They're not going to talk with manners. You know, of course they're going to be offensive. They're not going to be nice. So uh, I'm, I'm worried about what streaming streaming as, as, as simple and at ease as it is, I feel like there could be a chance that it could be a problem for creatives. I mean, like, like some creators going forward because now they're worried that their art is going to be tampered with. I, th there was, uh, okay. There was this famous case, uh, of an artist. He was a gay artist, okay? And all his artwork was considered offensive by Christian groups, okay? Mm -hmm. And he brought it all the way up to the Supreme Court saying that you cannot be the judge of what art is. Art is subjective. Art is each individual person has the right to say something is art or not art. And if a person want a grant, they want a grant. You can't tell them how to spend that money to make their art. They won the grant, they rewarded it, they're allowed to do it. So this Supreme Court case, and this was late 80s, early 90s. Believe me, I wish I could remember the case. Mm -hmm. um, and it talked about 
you know, and he won the case. So uh, it was seven artists altogether that were involved in this. Uh, and they won the case and that allowed, it was another notch in the freedom of speech for artists and how you can't censor art. And this is just getting to the point of ridiculousness when you're taking out blood. I mean, isn't that part of the story? It, exactly. <laughs> um, That's what I when said. You, when you want to make a character unliked, you allow them to use verbiage that is not used by a normal, decent person. So exactly. you, as an audience member, can hate that character or dislike that character more. You know, yeah. I mean, there comes a point where things need to stop and you need to let things fly. Not every movie can be rated G. You know, you need movies that are rated R. You need movies that are rated X for violence. So you can honestly say, that's not for me. I'm going to go to what I like. Exactly. Or this is for me and I'm going to watch this because it's what I like. There has to be a limit to it. You know, even if it is age verification, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Um, parental controls on your streaming service. There has to be that's, a midway point. That's what Disney did. Disney added a um, a uh, age limit verification thing on their streaming platform. Uh, but yet they, they're censoring Luke Cage, they're censoring Falcon and Winter Soldier. But it's like, why do that? You already have age verification for one. And for two, you have Hulu. Disney owns Hulu. If you have something that's a little bit more vulgar or a little bit more violent, put it on Hulu. Like, that's kind of counterproductive. So you put it here and you have an age verification, but yet you're still censoring it. Why? And the other thing is, too, is like, if you censor things too much, like, you could not tell the story of Falcon and Winter Soldier if you whitewash it if you, well whitewash is probably the wrong word for it if you over censor if you censor it too much yeah because there are topics in there that are really touchy you know there are topics in there where where people of color minorities can relate to you can't sweep that under the rug and say oh it doesn't exist it does exist the stories need to be told exactly exactly um legion in chat said saying for canada they are seizing guns in Canada, but I'm guessing. In so. Canada too, though, it's like their gun laws are way stricter than the U.S.'s. You yeah. know, um, maybe a little too much, but at the same time, is what normal citizen needs an automatic weapon? I mean, I get it. I mean, is some people will say, "Is the deer going to shoot back? Is the turkey going to shoot back?" No, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. It's like. Could you imagine a deer walking around with a vest, you know, like <laughs> I am the woods. <laughs> wow. I I'm done. On that note, we're moving to the next topic. <laughs> I am the woods. <laughs> that was actually kind of funny, Lois. I, I, I give you that. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. That was funny. Um Jeez, Louise! I, I can't even think straight now. You're running into, you're running into the, the to the field screaming for Bambi. <laughs> Jeez, Louise! Oh man! Um, all right. So, last topic I want to jump into real quick. Uh, Obi Wan. Uh, we talked about it before. You haven't watched it yet. Uh, there is a main character in uh the show Obi Wan. Um, the actress the actress name is Moses Ingram. Uh, what character does she play, Lois? Let me see. She plays one of the Inquisitors. I couldn't tell you what the name of the character is, but she does play an Inquisitor. 
um, essentially dark force users who are neither Sith nor Jedi, but were trained to hunt Jedi. And the, the, the idea of, well, the first time you saw Inquisitors was in Star Trek Rebels. Um, oh, really? And, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. And they were just made. They, they, some of them were Jedi who, who through torture and things like that, became um, uh, Inquisitors. Some were the younglings from the Jedi Temple that mm -hmm. become that they grabbed and they turned them into inquisitors and some were just people who were force sensitive that they grabbed and they turned to inquisitors and were trained by darth vader himself according to lore legend and comics that's yeah. who inquisitors are okay. and uh, the thing that annoys me about it is this is a repeat of finn yes so well let's break it down to the people who might not know what's going on um so obviously yes um she has been getting um like racist threats and things like that on social media uh just for no reason just for i guess just being a black character in a star wars show uh she she posted some of those uh threats and racial slurs on instagram i think she took it down i think it might have been like her stories or something uh you know she took it down now i'm guessing and yeah, she's just she she was kind of pissed off about it and i don't i don't blame her um a lot, of, a lot of the actors in, in Disney itself uh, just, you know, put posts on social media saying that they're behind her, they're here to support her, so on and so forth, you know. Um, but I just... Even even released a comment, even uh, a statement that they support her. She's part of the Star Wars family. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's it's ridiculous, man. Like, like you said, we had the same issue with the character Finn from uh, the most recent Star Wars films. And this just keeps happening. Every time we get a black character in Star Wars, somebody has something to say. Why? Or Asian. Or Asian. Or, or Asian. Like, black characters and, and, and Asian characters have been in Star Wars for so many years. Why is this still a problem? He, he, by the way, the, the Asian is uh, Kelly Marie Tran. The, it was so bad that she literally, she was harassed so bad online that she killed all her social media accounts. That's how bad yeah, it was that right? the character from, um, which which Star Wars was that? Uh, the last three of the Skywalker saga. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I forgot. Now, I, 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 yeah, I know you're talking about. Here's the thing: you're telling me that in Star, these people, um, have room for hundreds of kinds of aliens, but don't have room for a black man, a black woman, an Asian man, or an Asian woman. <laughs> At least one. At least one. Like, hello, humans come in all shapes and colors, you know? Period. Yeah. Uh, you know, I... uh, Legion in chat says, don't forget about Jar Jar, the uh, actor who played Jar Jar Binks. Did you know about oh, that, Malos? I feel so bad for him, man. What happened with that? Oh, my God. Well, Jar Jar was a hated character, right? Mm -hmm. And the actor who played him got so much hate mail. And... Most was for his portrayal of Jar Jar Binks, and the rest was the fact that he was a black man. But you never saw the actor. Never. Wow. That's even he worse, dude. That's even worse. Shot for like two seconds in the bar scene. Mm -hmm. um, I think it was um, 
in um, the second one, the second of the prequels. Okay. Where Obi Wan and uh, and Anakin go into a bar to look for somebody. Yeah. Look, uh, yeah, he was in it for one like two seconds. That's the only time you saw him. You know, and I don't understand why do these people can't accept, could accept Jabba the Hutt, but can't accept Finn, and this and this girl. I don't get it. The the, I, the part that. The part that's annoying, and I don't even think people really even, I don't think people remember or realize or just aren't thinking about it. You forget that Darth Vader, one of the most iconic characters in pop culture, is voiced by a black man. Yes. People forget that. But I get... Lando Calrissian, the whore of Star Wars, is a black man. (laughs) The whore of Star Wars. Uh, yeah, I just I, I don't understand it, man. This it, it goes back to what we said about, in a sense, to like censorship. People feel like uh, they own these properties. They feel like they have the right to go threaten actors online who at the end of the day are just doing what they love at the end of the day, just doing their job. They're, they're, they're able to live their dream and be in Star Wars. Like if you're an actor and you get to be in a, a, a Star Wars film, like that's a dream right there. You know what I mean? These guys are living their dream. Listen, I can I can. I won't say I can support it, but I can understand someone be upset if they suddenly cast Luke Skywalker as, let's say, an Indian man, you know? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, but that's not Luke Skywalker. Okay, granted, I can maybe give you that, you know? Mm-hmm. You want yeah. an actor who looks like the original. Yeah. I can give you that. But it's not always necessary. In Star Trek, Strange New Worlds, um, there is Admiral April, Robert April. Mm-hmm. who originally was portrayed as a white man. Now it's portrayed as a black man, okay? Mm-hmm. And people were taken back, not because a black man played it. They're like, oh, why'd you choose him, you know? But yeah. if you watch the series, you're like, oh, they picked the best actor for the part. And, and that's, just, that's just how it should be, though. Like, that's, like, what does it matter if it's a black woman, black guy, like... Asian man, Asian woman, like who cares? As long as they can play the part and they're not taking away from your beloved franchise. Why? Here is also the other thing is, and I know this because I, you know, heard about this beforehand. There is a scene in Obi-Wan where they show Order 66 Mm -hmm. and this one Jedi takes all these younglings and tries to help them escape. Yeah. One of the characters there is this little black girl. And the rumor is that that little black girl is going to be this Inquisitor when she grows up. Oh. So, again, that's just, you know, fan speculation. But yeah, yeah, that makes sense story-wise, story you know. And I just kind of think these are just people who are being ignorant. Like, it's science fiction. It's Dude, make-believe. Yeah, exactly. Who cares? <laughs> make-believe. It really is. Like, it's the most... The, the most geekiest make-believe franchise of all time. And you're sitting here giving a woman, a grown woman, a hard time because she's black in Star Wars. Get I, over I, it, man. Get I over could it. understand um, them hating her performance because, yeah. you know, that happens. Yeah, of course. It, it, exactly. It's... If, if 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 there's a character that you just hate, you don't like, or you don't or you don't like the performance, you could have your opinions. I'm not saying that you can't have your opinions, but to sit here and message the the woman behind the character, she's not that character for real. Like, and you're messaging the woman behind the character. 
Dark Legion in chat made a perfectly good point. Samuel L. Jackson was in exactly. Star Wars. Exactly. No one said anything about him. I I I don't I, I don't know, dude. It's it's just it's getting annoying to the point where people, like I said, they think these, they think they own these franchises and they think they have the right to sit here and message the the people who are playing these roles, threaten them, and throw racial slurs at them. It's like, dude, who are you, man? Like you have no right, right to do that. Put me in charge of Star Wars. You know what I would do? I'll make a series with nothing but black and brown people as the main characters, as the story, and make the white guy the bad guy just to piss these people off. Yeah, and then I people, <laughs> you, get, you, you, you would get so much hate mail, dude. You really would. Let him hate me, but you know what, though? You know what, though? It's representation, and the people who watch that and who are like, oh, I can see myself on screen will love it and appreciate it. And it's for those people that you need to show other races, creeds, colors, and religions on screen. Period. All right, so let's jump into some uh, questions from our poll on Twitch that we have here. Dark Legion left a question in our poll uh, relating to our Street Fighter topic. Uh, one more thing on Street Fighter: Do you think they're going to do? Do you think they're going to microtransaction the heck out of the game, or what is your guys' opinion on and why? Um, um, I think. Uh, I don't know. Was was Street Fighter Five really microtransactioned out? Did they have a lot of microtransactions in that one? I don't. Nobody microtransactioned. Um, I probably. Um, I don't know if it'll be like an insane amount of transactions. I, I think it'll be a decent amount to be fair, but because obviously, I don't think the game's going to be free to play. So, um, probably just little things here and there, like some fighter packs, uh, some colors, some skins. Maybe they'll do like some DLC. I, I think you'll get more so DLC than you'll get like microtransaction out, but I could be wrong. What yeah, about you I, I honestly think that there will be some in it because that is the new model of uh, the gaming. industry. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I think there will be some, but I don't think there will be a lot. Yeah. I think they'll, they'll kind of nickel and dime you for the small stuff and mm -hmm. tell you, hey, listen, instead of paying, and I'm picking numbers out of my ass, $100 to get these all individually. Pay forty dollars and get them all. True. You True. know, um, I kind of think that is more likely to happen than anything else. But I do think there will be some microtransactions because that's just the way the industry is. True. At the end of the day, people gotta eat too. Game developers gotta eat, man. Yeah. Um. All right. So yeah, I mean, anybody watching this live on Twitch, don't forget if you guys use the channel points, you guys want to submit a question for us to answer. Um. On on the actual stream on the podcast, just use your channel points to submit a question. Um, let's jump into our recommendations before we get out of here. Uh, Los, do you have any recommendations you want to leave with the people? Honestly, the only real recommendation I have is, um, Strange New Worlds, as always, uh, and the Orville. But I, I love the Orville in seasons one and two and season three is supposed to be like amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to watch it right after this, and i that's my recommendation. And again, it's about the future and, you know, I think you, I think you said you wanted me to do like a... Uh, Strange New Worlds review. Strange New Worlds review. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of looking forward to doing that because I haven't really gotten to Star Trek in like so freaking long. So I'm actually looking forward to uh, actually trying to review it, and hopefully I, I, I do it justice for you. <laughs> Well, but honestly, I just think that um, 
the topics that they cover and the fact that Star Trek is very much about equality, you know? Yeah. Um, I think it'll be a breath of fresh air for you. And I just kind of think that you'll enjoy it because there isn't the little nag of, you know, so-and-so can't do this because they're X, Y, or Z, or they don't typecast somebody because they're X, Y, and Z. I just kind of feel like you'll enjoy that breath of fresh air and the storylines are actually really good. I think you'll have a lot of questions of why is this and why is this and why is that, mm-hmm. you know, like technology wise or, or the origins of certain stories, but I think you'll really enjoy it. And I would love to do a science fiction review of Strange New Worlds. What, what episode is that on right now? Five. Okay. Okay. Five so out of I, ten. So out of ten. should I? So should I wait to like actually actually try to binge it? Like, or is it is it almost over? Or you're about halfway through. So I, I personally think you shouldn't binge it only because I don't think you'll have the time to binge it straight through. Okay. I think you should watch the episodes as they come up, and they come on every Thursday. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and like the importance of Captain Pike and why the whole series is centered around him. Like mm-hmm. the first episode, you're going to have a whole bunch of questions because you didn't watch Star Trek Discovery. But yeah. they're easy questions to answer and you can move on and enjoy them. And the importance of the black woman right there, uh, Cadet Uhura, who was Lieutenant Uhura in the original Star Trek series. And again, she was one of the first black women on television that was treated as an equal, was not looked down upon, was an officer, and so much so that she wanted to quit the show. And Martin Luther King himself told her, you cannot quit this show. This is one of the shows my children are allowed to watch because you are on screen and you're an equal and you're an officer. That's so, big. Martin Luther King telling you that. You better stay on that show. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't believe me, look it up. She said that story many times in interviews. And the actress, Michelle Nichols, Michelle Nichols, who played Lieutenant Uhura, was massively important in... Um, getting astronauts for the NASA program. She went out to recruit people for NASA. So, wow. yeah, it's things like that, 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 you know, again, if you know the backstory, you're like, wow, it's so great to see this character, you know, young as a cadet, unsure of herself and things like that and see how the character develops into the one you see later on. Um, but again, I, I think you'll love it, honestly. Okay, sounds good, sounds good. Like I said, I'm totally down for it. So, um if it's only five episodes right now, then I guess, yeah, I'll, I'll just have to start with one and just work my way up. So, yeah. And I'll answer I, any questions you have. Yeah, I'm probably going to text you like, Los, what does this mean? I'm not sure what's happening right now. <laughs> you so. know, if we could do the first episode as a watch party, you and mm-hmm. I, then, I could, you know, we could pause it and I can explain it as we watch it. I and think I would probably want to do that. Yeah, I think I would want to do that because that, that'll probably help me out a lot more for sure. Yeah. Um. All right, sounds good. Sounds good. Um, let me see. What are, what are my recommendations right now? I would one hundred percent say Stranger Things. Uh, season four is out right now. Are are you a Stranger Things fan, Los? No. Have, have you you haven't watched any of them? No, I, I lived in the eighties. I don't care. Oh, wow, he said I lived <laughs> in the eighties. I don't care, <laughs> dude. I I really do I think you should watch. I honestly, dude, I really do think you should watch it, man. It's it's a freaking good show. Uh, I, I, I freaking love the '80s vibe. I love the '80s aesthetic. Um, overall, it's just like for me, Stranger Things season one was great. It was epic. Season two was good. Season three was eh. It was okay. Season four I, is the cream of the crop. It is the best I think 
it it it, it is it is the it is Stranger Things at its peak. Uh, if you were to take um, Goonies and Nightmare on Elm Street and it, and if you were to combine those together, you will get Stranger Things season four. It is amazing. It's it's really good. I mean, I I think I'd be more into the nostalgia of the '80s than anything else. Like that first shot in the trailer you're playing, the alarm, mm. the grandfather clock. Yeah, I know so many people who had their grandfather clock in their house. Really? <laughs> yeah, I I really do. And, and honestly, that that's one of the things about the show that I like is the '80s aesthetic. It's 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 it it adds a, a nice charm to the show. Um, the music is just amazing, especially the music. Just like I was talking about earlier. The music in season four is so amazing, especially if you're somebody who loves like that 80s aesthetic, that, that 80s theme, you will fall in love with the show just because of the music. It, it's it's freaking amazing. They they have they had peanut butter jars in glass, which I forgot that that was a thing back in the day. Yeah, I, I, I completely forgot about that. Like, why did we have peanut butter in jars? I, I don't understand that in glass. <sighs> There's so like, do you remember the the soda cans you you actually just might be too young to remember this the soda cans where you would completely pull off the tab of it no that was a thing <laughs> yeah that was a thing <laughs> like then, like you would pull off the whole top no not the whole top like you know how you tilt the tab and it pushes the metal piece in oh yeah 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 right well back oh, in the day it would peel the whole thing off take it and peel the whole thing off and then you would drink your soda that's weird. <laughs> look it up. And, and to me, that's perfectly normal. Wow. That that would be so weird. I was like, why is my whole top coming off? <laughs> yeah, look it up. You'll see that as a kid. I mean, like, there's so many things that I think nostalgia-wise I'll remember, but I also think that, that I'll watch it and be like, that didn't come out until two years later. That didn't come out until, like, you know. <laughs> like, think about yeah. it. You said Dead or Alive, you spin me around. I know the exact year, 85. How wow. do I know? I DJed with it. That's how I know. Side note, um, the reason why I also feel like the show has like a lot of Nightmare on Elm Street vibes. Um, Robert England uh, is a special. Huh? Robert England's in the trailer. Oh, you recognized him? Yeah. I I did not recognize him at first because he's obviously older and he has, you know, like some kind of cosmetic thing going on. The Robert first, England was in here. The first role I've ever seen Robert England in was in the, t the original TV show V, and he played a character called Willie. Okay. And that's how I Robert England. And then I discovered him in Nightmare on Elm Street. Wow. Yeah, he he was in this, and uh, not really a big role, but like I thought that was a nice touch that they added Robert Eng England in here because, without giving away too many spoilers, like the you know the the big bad guy kind of gives me like Freddy Krueger Nightmare on Elm Street vibes. So for them to add him in there, I was like, that's a nice touch. That was a really nice touch. Um, like I said, um, I'm loving the show. Uh, I'm addicted uh, all over again. Uh, I binged it in like what two or three days. Um, they're gonna have a part two of season four dropping next month. So season four is pretty epic right now. There's there's a lot going on. They introduce a lot of new characters. Um, one thing I do like going back to like the eighties, uh, you know, style of the show. Um, I like that the characters, even though they're young, because they obviously weren't born in the eighties. I like how they make sure each character, um, say certain things that are eighties reference and it feels 
natural for them for them to say that like one of the girls in the show was asking a guy to say something again he was like listen i don't understand what's going on be kind and rewind so i understand what you're talking about and i was be like kinder. that is that is a blockbuster reference <laughs> like they do a lot of little nods like that in the show and it's it's, it's freaking awesome i love it that so. was the model for every rental company because they would charge you a fee if you didn't if you return the tape yeah didn't rewind. yeah i i I love all their little nods and little references to the 80s that the characters who were not born in the 80s, but they say it's such a night touch and, and it makes it feel so authentic. And I think that's one of the things I really love about the show. Um, and it's, it's just Coca-Cola huh? actually did Coca-Cola actually released a two or three minute video talking about how in Stranger Things, they talked about new Coke. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Some of the stuff that they have in that show, I'm like, that's still around. Like, how do they have access to some of those things from that time in the show? Like I said, the glass peanut butter jars. Where did they find that? There are companies specifically out there that have these for props. There is a company based out of New York that literally has old phone booths, old mailboxes, old street signs, like all this stuff that you can, as a production company, you can rent, dress your set, return them. And same thing with props. And wow. a lot of times these old peanut butter jars, um, they're no longer, it's the same jar and the same lid, but they're now used for different products. And so they're uh -huh. just like, oh, this company still makes that. Let's just grab that and slap a label that we print on our, our laser printer. Interesting. Recreations that are just camera accurate. Wow. Yeah, I, I kind of figured, I was like, there, there has to be a company out there that, that's pumping out this stuff. Because some of the stuff that popped up in that show, I was like, man, I cannot believe they still have that. It's, it's insane. Here's um, the thing, though. Like, a lot of times I'll watch movies and I'll see these old cars and it doesn't click to me that these are old cars. Because to me, it's just, oh, yeah, that's a Thunderbird. Seven <laughs> oh, Thunderbird. Yeah. Yeah, so. And to me, it doesn't click. Yeah. You know? Like, for me, a nostalgia car is from the 60s, from the 50s, 40s, and so on. And for you... A car might be nostalgic starting in the 80s. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> like a lot of those things don't click. But if a car is out of place, I'll immediately know because yeah. I lived, I was alive at that time. Other than that, um, Legion in chat, thanks for watching. Anybody else also in the, um, the uh, Twitch chat, thanks for watching this live. Anybody's watching us on the YouTubes, don't forget, guys, leave comments, man. You know, let us know your thoughts. What do you think um, of this PlayStation State of Play? Um, same thing on the audio side of things. Let us know what you guys think of the show. Uh, we're going to get ready to get out of here and we appreciate you guys. We will catch you later.